Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? We've all seen your breasts, Mrs. Minor. And Paula? Why, hello. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. It's The Ugly Truth. It's Jamie and Paula. We are here for episode 103. Ugh! Ugh! Hello. Why, hello. Why? Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you showed me a picture. Yes. Of a picture hanging on a wall. And I it did. said, why hello in cursive. I know. How do we track that down? I don't know, but I pinned it. I think we both need to have it hanging in our homes. Yes. <laughs> that's why That's why I sent it to you. And I said, this has to be in our homes immediately. <laughs> so I found it on Pinterest because I, I'm a huge fan of Pinterest. Okay. And I was like... Why would this be something you would print out and hang up on your wall unless you were us? Because it only makes sense to me and you and probably Stephanie. So why is this something? So I will look it up and find a way to make that happen. That will be a gift to you. We should probably explain why this right. is such an important thing. So go ahead. Okay. So in high school, there was a particular male teacher that we all found very attractive. Yes. Even though Jamie's eight years older than me, you know, he was very attractive when she was in his class. Yeah. He was still equally as attractive when I was in high school because yes. we all went to the same high school. Yes. And he was notoriously said the same thing every time you said hi you'd be like hi coach and he'd be like why hello and that's <laughs> what he always said yes. and to everyone and obviously he, he said it for years because yes. when I told you that's what he said you started laughing because you're like he's always said that he has always said that I think he still works there so a, a long time ago <laughs> well, probably after I had been in high school, there used to be a radio station in town where in the evening time they would do love songs, love songs on the mix. You know what? I freaking love that program and they should bring it back. <laughs> oh, instead of Delilah. Oh, yes. Love songs on the mix from 10 to midnight every night, Monday through Friday. Victor always laughs. He's all love songs on the mix with David Allen Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> he always says that. Hey, you know what? It was a great program, and we would tune in faithfully. Yeah, we, we loved it. Well, because it was local, and yes. um, you know, instead of syndicated or whatever they're doing with radio now, and so you could call in. I called in, <laughs> and I made a request. Yes, and I forgot what song I requested. Bando ballet. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I requested that song <laughs> because you I knew I hated it. And I said, this is going out to Jamie from Barry M. And I don't know why I said Barry M. I think you had a crush on a guy named Barry at the time. No, I will tell you where that came from. Stephanie and I had gone out to America Live one evening. Okay. And we were at the country bar. America Live was the theme theme place where there were seven bars and they all had a theme. So we were in the country club that evening and I don't know what we were doing but we were just sitting there well there was a group of men shockingly they gravitated towards us we ended up sitting with them and chatting and Stephanie started chatting up with this one gentleman who I found incredibly unattractive <laughs> and I of course found the only married man in the group and I'm talking to him and naturally she said and it was loud in there and she said, Jamie, um, he's from San Francisco. His name is Barry. And I looked at her and I said, Barry, like in Manilow? <laughs> and everybody started to laugh. And I was being genuine because I'm an idiot. And I'm like, Manilow? Right. And the guy, he's like, well, no, not like Manilow, Barry, whatever his name was. And I said, oh, okay, well, nice to meet you. And ultimately, we got out of there and ignored them for the rest of the evening. But... 
they were it was the funniest thing ever and so we told you about it and that's why you picked barry m okay <laughs> not okay. barry m like barry m which is no even not funnier. like a barry m swallow but which is barry, still very funny at barry and then last initial m m and then i said in the message why hello <laughs> <laughs> we and then i thought there was a, a, a I want to say, like I said, like you could be my wingman anytime or something like that. What, else. You know, you did say something. There was and I, something else. I can't remember. You literally combined like four stories into one dedication <laughs> right. on love songs. I think we just lost it when he said, because I told him when I was on the phone, I'm all, you have to say it like this. Why? Hello. <laughs> you know? That was the funniest thing ever. And the fact that he did the entire thing, I he know, said the whole dedication and then... <laughs> I did Spando Ballet. God, I think I was the only one of us that did not like that song, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, I, I it's okay now. But you I don't like it. you hated it then. I hated it, why? which is why you used that song. That's why you picked that song because you knew I hated it. Um, I can't remember. God, it's in Sixteen funny. Candles. It's it's a great song. Yeah. Very, very eighties, but whatever. That is so funny. So then seeing this print, this framed quoted print on Pinterest, and it was like a big like eleven by eighteen for yeah, the it was for the huge. whatever. And it says why hello and I went, All right, that's it. I've got to find out where these are, and I've got to purchase them immediately for you. I know. It's gotta yeah. When I saw so that, funny. I'm like, I can't even believe that. But I mean you know, there's probably some old movie where the person's like, why hello? When all I could say is, why hello? Or something stupid probably. or something. But exactly. <laughs> nothing so. that would ever be as, you know, Creative crazy. as ours. Crazy no one, as ours. No one could possibly cobble that story together other than no. us. Not unless you were in our kitchen in Orangevale in, you know, 1980 <laughs> or 90-something. Yeah, oh, that's right. It was the 90s. So anyway, all right. I wanted to tell you, this happened to me this morning. And now that you've been taking your children fairly regularly to school. Yes. I don't know if you have to endure what I have to endure, but I had to endure it today to the point that I actually got angry and pointed at someone in the middle of a four-way stop. I was so furious. Oh. I don't mind traffic. Now, Malia, my eighth grader, she goes to a school that's in a residential area. The school was never meant to house as many children as it does now right so from 7 15 in the morning until 7 30 in the morning it is the worst traffic you've ever seen it is gridlock people are stupid and they're trying to get their kid to school and get out of there and get to work that's pretty much what the routine is and it can generally just move nice and smooth no problem whatsoever as long as there aren't morons who have never done it before oh yeah every once in a while there will be somebody who will screw it up for everybody else. It'll be like the dad that has to take him to school that yeah, day. Yeah, the one time, you know, mom had a baby and she's at home. And she's like, you will take your children to school <laughs> right. today or something. But really what annoys me more than anything is people who don't know how to operate a four-way stop sign. And it doesn't, it's not relegated to just the school commute everywhere in general. So there's a lot of four-way stops where I live. Yes. Not a whole lot of lights God, you guys have a ton of stop signs, but I yeah, I am nothing but red lights on the way yeah. to take my kids to school. Well, that would make me mad too. Yeah. Hitting the red light. Oh God, that would drive me nuts. I'll tell you about the train. Go ahead though. Okay. The person that slows down on a yellow and then stops before it's red. I'm married to that, by the way. That's, that's my life. That's my hell. God. He does that and we, <laughs> I get so hostile. He was doing it excessively like, like the other day. Like, everywhere we were going, he was driving. And I said, why Why did you do that? He goes, what are you talking about? I go, why did you slow down and stop on a yellow? He goes, well, I was gauging, and it just didn't seem safe. So he did it again. And and I turned, and so we were in the middle of talking, and I said, you know what? He goes, what? And I said, I am starting to really think that you are doing this to piss me off on purpose. Like, I think you're you're going out of your way <laughs> to drive in a manner that will make me rage on you like you're picking a fight with me practically and he starts laughing i go this is not a time for you to be laughing i'm not kidding i'm losing it i'm i'm at the point where i want to get out of the car and demand that he get out of the driver's seat because God. i can't you know what it. you are probably what victor is to me i realized the other day because victor's like are you all right you just seem kind of you know 
agitated or irritated or something mm-hmm. like that. And I realized <laughs> we had we were on a, a longish trip. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I had grown so angry and hostile at him just merely by his driving. Yes. That I'm just in my mind, I'm like, you are the asshole driver. You know, I'm just like, you're just so aggressive, you know? And I, it I know. really pisses me off when people drive like that because it's so unnecessary. Well, now let me, let me preface that I am not aggressive to people. I, I, when I tell you the story, I don't do this normally because you never know who you're going to be dealing with when, right. if you start giving people attitude on the road, especially now I will tell you the story one day, maybe today about the time that a guy punched me in the face at a four-way stop sign. <laughs> yes, I didn't. I, I know that story. It, I mean, he didn't make my nose bleed or anything like that, but it was enough that, I mean, you can't even imagine well, I mean, the, <laughs> the rage that I had in my body when that happened. The only thing that saved him was that I had my two-month-old son in the car. Your infant son in the seat, and you couldn't get out of your car. So anyway, this morning I'm on my way. We're running a bit late because Malia couldn't find socks, that the the right socks to wear with what she was wearing today, and she was having a fit. And My so, kids can't even find socks, period, whether they're the right ones or not. In fact, Olivia, I'm just glad she's got socks on. She could be wearing a black <laughs> one and a pink one, and I don't care. She was wearing one of mine the other day. <laughs> and I'm like, that is not going to work. No, I'm like, I can't. will draw the line at that. It looks like you're wearing a sleeping bag on your foot. Get it off. Take off my gold toe. Yes. So this morning, we, we were a little late. No big deal. It's Friday. Right. And so we, we head hitting the, the one four-way stop that is just brutal. It's like a block away from the school. And so we're taking our time getting through. I get through it, drop her off, and I'm on my way home. I'm like, awesome. Perfect. Traffic is sucky, but no big deal. I hit the four-way stop, and it becomes a fucking Mexican standoff. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I will go. Like, I will jam through and go. That's Do you do that? And in your mind, you're thinking, I'll let you fools figure it out. See ya. And you're like I saying do something like that in your brain. Yeah. Well, they can probably see my mouth moving, because I don't keep it in my head. You know this. I talk out loud. So to the left of me is this big white suburban, and it's his turn. And so me and the dude that's directly across from me, who he's trying to turn right, and I need to go straight, we're waiting. And we're looking at him, and this person is just sitting there like an idiot. And so the guy who needs to turn decides to jet out at the same time I do. So we almost hit each other in the middle of the four-way stop because we're both pissed that this other dude wouldn't take his turn. So I go straight forward. The guy in the turn who's turning waits for me, and I turn and look at the Suburban, and I point at him directly like it was your turn yes and then i and i take off and i was so heated and i'm thinking you know this happens way too frequently in this area we've been doing this for many years people we all have children the same age and i see the same cars every day why is this still happening like you need a town hall meeting i don't even i don't know what more i can do for you people Get it together. Stop being so afraid and freaking take your turn. It is the worst thing. If these people had to take a driver's test today, I'm I'm concerned they would fail. That's well, they my will problem. have to at some point. I think when I, I don't know what age it is, but there's a point where when you renew your driver's license, you yes. do actually have to go in and take the test and do like an eye exam. You know what? I had to do that. The last time I read you my driver's test. It might be after age 40. I don't know. No, I think it's like every 10 years you have to do it. I haven't done it yet. You will. But it, what was funny that you mentioned that, Daryl told me, he goes, hey, my license expires this year. I have to I have to go in. He goes, I wonder if I have to do the test. And I was like, oh my God, do you? And then I started thinking, I wonder if I have to do it too. And I would love to, by the way, because the last time I had my ta- my picture taken, Malia was a newborn and I looked like freaking Ann Wilson from Heart. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fat. God. I was so fat. I've had people look at my license and they go, is this really you? And I'm like, I haven't even looked at my license. You please. know what? Every picture I have probably of my license, either when I've gotten married or, you know, <laughs> renewed or something, I always have the same like, you know, bangs clipped over to the side with a bobby pin <laughs> and like, you know, black root and like the long scraggly hair and I'm wearing right. some, you know, sweater. <laughs> I'm just like, 
why do I look like such a sap? But it's usually because I probably come just from work and I yeah. went on my lunch break or something like that to go and get my license done. Your birthday's in the cold, so it's freezing. Yes. yes. My birthday's in the winter, so I mean, the sweater would make sense. But I'm just like, you know, I always look... I just always look not disheveled, but just kind of like like I just didn't care. And <laughs> well, do we really? I mean, by the time you actually get to the camera to take the photo, you're like, I just want to get out of here. Oh, God, I mean, the so DMV long. is the most unpleasant place. I mean, God. Well, the they only think Disneyland's yeah. the happiest place on the earth. DMV is the most unhappiest place on the earth. The only thing that's worse is trying to get Medi-Cal or food stamps oh, or something and yeah, we've but all at least that's entertaining in my that, opinion you know what that is true because it's been well first of all i did not ever i mean i never needed food stamps but i absolutely had to get benefits when i was 19 years old i had to get i had them. to get food stamps one time when uh victor and i had divorced and i had lost my job yeah so i mean and that's what it's there for yeah so but when you go in there you see the career people who literally this is their way of life oh yeah like they they know their way around and then i walk in there and i'm like it's like i'm terrified it's like the first day of school at a new school oh my god you don't know anyone and you totally stick out because you you clearly this is not your way of life normally foolishly you go to the information person asking for information and they're just like you need to wait in line and i'm like i, I, I was just asking if i should get in this line oh yeah and they are hostile too they are they are not friendly people because they no. deal with all kinds of folks and so you so then there. you look like a moron thinking like oh you're better than the rest of us than to stand in line i'm like no i just don't know what i'm doing here and i've I was never just been trying here. to ask for information because it said information you know what else is uh, other places are like that is the courthouse yeah one time I went there because I needed to get a uh, certified copy of something. And there are signs everywhere that say, due to budget cuts of the state, we will oh, not be able to help you in a timely manner. Please take a number and patiently wait. We are sorry for your inconvenience. You know, call your governor or call your state congressman. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I went into this one random room thinking they could help me. And come to find out, they're like, no, this is for people who speak uh, Vietnamese and Taiwanese. This is not the English room. And I'm like, you guys have a whole room dedicated to people who don't speak English in the courthouse. Wow. Seriously. I and I'm didn't like, realize there was such a... I didn't either. And, but it's like this trilingual room where if you don't speak English, you can go there. And I'm like, well, I wish now I had learned more in Spanish because then I could come in here and ask for my information. Oh, because <laughs> it would have been know, I could have lied. I could have just said, don't they esta mi lapis? They'd yeah, be like, right. what? what? You need a pencil? Is uh, that well, what you just said? Yes. And if you go to any county courthouse or county office, they would oh, say, bring we don't own. provide those. Yeah. Bring You'll your, own, your re- own writing utensils. <laughs> exactly. Did I tell you about the time I got lost <laughs> trying to find the jury duty parking lot? <laughs> no. Do you know where I ended up? where the jail <laughs> underneath the jail <gasps> i went down a hill and i thought oh i'm like maybe it's in this lot so i go down the lot and i pull up and there's a correction officer and he's like hi can i help you i'm all is this the jury duty parking lot <laughs> you pretty he laugh at you and he's like no you're like well, what and, Are you picking up a prisoner? And I showed him my slip and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it said it was right here on the corner. And oh, I saw God. this and I turned in and he says, no. He says, this is actually where they bring in the prisoners who are oh. going in to get like court hearings or their trials done or whatever. I see. And so he says, he's all normally I would spend the next hour search and seizing your car. <gasps> and he oh says, but he says, I believe you genuinely are lost. And so <laughs> go out that door, go back up on the street. He says it's an above ground parking lot, like right on such such corner. So I had gone down oh to the God. bottom lot where the vans come in. When was this? I was 18 years old. Okay, I was going to say, because if you did that now, you would have been like arrested and thrown into the <laughs> Homeland Security cell. Oh, I wondering know. where the hell you came from and who are you? I got a jury duty summons four months after I turned 18. Man, they didn't waste any time And on so you. I was, da- I mean, the fact that I was even driving downtown is a miracle. That's terrifying. It's terrifying for it even terrifying. a grown woman, but and I, you know, and that I, area, that area is not easy to navigate. No, it's, it's just not It's because it's all one way, you know, oh, or God. you have to make, you know, you have to go around a block to get into an entrance. And mm-hmm. even though it says it's on the corner of, you know, 
H and eighth, you know, you really have to enter in at, you know, G, G and seventh or yeah, something well, like that. Yeah, well, I remember one time I had to go downtown. I was 19 and I had an appointment for something. I don't even remember what it was, but I had I had to meet, I had to go to this office and sign some papers. I, you know what it was? I was in a car accident and it wasn't my fault. And I got a settlement from the insurance company. And so mm-hmm. I had to go pick up the check. And it was oh, okay. downtown, like on 16th and E Street. It was right. some, it was really in a random, almost the bad part of town, but not quite. Yeah. So there's, there's pockets. Yes, there is. And so I pass uh, the Salvation Army. I pass the uh, food shelter, I make a right, and all of a sudden there's this beautiful Victorian where the insurance attorney and all that stuff was. So I park, I get the check, and I'm like, oh, awesome. I was literally going to head and go pay off my truck. (laughs) I was going to literally take that money, put it in the bank, and then go pay off my car because it was that much money. It was great. And I was really excited. So because I was really excited, I completely ignored the fact that there were one-way streets where I was. So not only did I, I didn't just creep out onto a one-way street going in the wrong direction. I gunned it because I was, you know, just trying to get out of there. And I was literally facing head-on traffic. And people started honking at me. And I pulled into this really shitty motel where there were like hobos and stuff. And people were honking at me. And they were furious that I almost killed everyone. I was so afraid. I was like, okay. I almost almost killed myself going head on (laughs) into traffic. But now here I am surrounded by hobos. So, which is scarier? What's what am I going to do? I've got to get out of here. It was horrifying. I hate downtown. I hate it to this day. I was driving downtown with Allison. This was before she was the downtown guru. Yes, we started going wrong, the wrong way on a one way street in front of the Capitol. (gasps) Do you know how busy of a street that is? Yes, I do. (laughs) So we had to quickly turn right (laughs) into. um, I think it was like. It wasn't it wasn't the sidewalk. It was like a bike lane. So oh, we pulled no. into a bike lane and drove down the bike lane just only to get back straight. Was she driving or were you driving? Of course she was driving. Okay, I, I figured. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> okay, well, a couple of years ago, Mackenzie had a water polo tournament at UC Davis. And oh. UC Davis is like Berkeley or like probably any really big university where it's like a town of um, in within a town. God, and in Davis, a full of bicyclists in Davis, they're a huge biking, bicycling community. Everybody rides bikes. In fact, their stoplights are bike friendly. You were weird if you're in a car in yeah. per- certain parts of Davis. Well, no, you weren't weird. You were uh polluting the earth yeah exactly that's what and you were even the roads are narrow i mean they're not really meant for vehicles although you can be on a, in a vehicle it's they really cater to bicycling and so you know we were not privileged enough to go to a university when we grew when we grew up right. we kind of just didn't and so i don't know the rules of universities i don't know how these things work and so i'm going down and there's no there's no one around. Classes in, so there's nobody around. Now, I'm just looking for the student store so I can buy my daughter a UC Davis water polo sweatshirt because it's really cool and it'd be fun to have. Yeah. So I'm looking around for the student store. I've got Google Maps. I'm looking around going, well, it's got to be around here somewhere, not realizing that those things are, like, nestled into, like, the nucleus of the schools. Yeah, they're like, sometimes they're, like, even, like, inside the library and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So I'm going down this street. It's a it's not a one way. It's a one way road, but I'm going in the right direction. But then I got stuck because it dead ends to grass. And I'm like, OK, I've got to turn around. I turn it behind me and there are hundreds of bicyclists coming toward me. What? I am literally swarmed by class. Class got out and I had nowhere to go. And so I pulled into a parking spot that's faculty. And, right. you know, they don't fuck around. They're yeah. like, uh, you can't park here. You are not a professor. I'm like, it's either that or I'm going to run down 20 people. Give me a break. I don't know what I'm doing. And I started panicking. Oh, no. And, you know, the bicyclists, you know, they're chill college students until you try to hit them. And then suddenly they get very aggressive. Yeah, really? So I couldn't wait to get out of there. I was so relieved to get out of there. I, in fact, I parked illegally and got a ticket and I was like, it's so worth it. You're like, I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. I just, I want to get out of my car and walk amongst everybody so that people stop 
hating me for number one, polluting their city, and number two, practically hitting them in this bike-friendly zone. It was awful. Oh my gosh. So do you think, what do you think this was? Do you think it was just an inexperienced thing, or could it possibly have been an age thing, or... Oh, me? Yes. You're a jerk. <laughs> no. Could you could you read the signs okay or If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. So true, funny how it seems, always in time, but never in line for dreams. Head over heels when toe-to-toe, this is the sound. Okay. The other day, I I have been deep cleaning my house because I just feel like the winter is leaving us, and I all of a sudden I can see all the dust and the dirt and the you know fur and you know it's We're inundated it, with fur. It's driving me nuts. The dogs and so, are scratching their furs off, and there's just giant clumps everywhere. And yeah, I feel like I'm and, vacuuming like 15 times a day. Yes, and it's been like 75 degrees. Yeah, and so I've been opening all the windows, and so really cleaning. So. The kitchen's kind of big, and there's little corners and drawers and stuff everywhere. Well, we can't seem to keep track of our meat thermometers. And Daryl's a big yeah. fan of the meat thermometer because he doesn't like to overcook anything. He gets sure. a little weird about it. So we have two. And I put them in a little mason jar, and I remember saying, I'm, I'm going to put this somewhere where I won't lose it. So three days later, I'm like, where are the meat thermometers? And he's like, I don't know. I, I swore I put them away. Da, da, da. So we're starting to argue because I think that he's misplaced it. Someone took it because we still have kids who do weird sh- experiments, you know, on stuff. What are they going to do with it? Put it in their butt or something? Poke, they you know, they're going to poke something with it. I don't know because it's one of those pokey ones. I'm oh, like, they're going to. They are sharp. They're going to poke something and take a temperature outside. I mean, who? God only knows what, the, what they will do. So finally, I, it got to the point where I went to the store and I bought a new one. And I said, this is mine. No one touch it. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. So yesterday, I'm putting things away. And sure as shit, I found where I put my meat thermometers. <laughs> I put them in the corner behind something. And I remember... Where no one would find them. Specifically putting it there saying, no one will mess with it here. I will only know where it is. And of course, I blamed everybody else. I thought for sure someone had taken it. Someone was messing with me. And I was messing with myself. And I took a picture of it and I sent it to Daryl. And I said, I found the meat thermometers. It's like, oh my God. I thought, I'm, I think I, I am slowly going crazy. I think I'm, I'm becoming senile. And this is just part of aging. I'm getting think, old. Well, I mean, maybe it is a senile thing. If I don't know, it's a memory thing for sure. I can't tell you how many times where I was trying to, we have a mandolin. And so I love my mandolin. Yeah. So we have one and the little piece that clicks where you can like change it to French fries or like a julienne cut or something like that. Well, that pops out so you can Mm -hmm. wash the the thing. And so that thing is really sharp, though. Very. And so I was doing the dishes the other day and I didn't really (laughs) know where to put the mandolin because I'm just like, gosh, I'm like, this thing is awkward. It's long. You know, it's It's sharp. You know, yeah. And then I'm like, plus the centerpiece. I spent a good like five minutes trying to figure out how to put that center thing piece in and I couldn't do it, but I'm like, but I can't just leave this thing lying around. And so it's like, put I it put, on top of the fridge. so I put it in a vase where oh. we keep like, like wooden spoons and things like that to you know? keep it safe. So Victor was, I was making a tomato and cucumber salad and Victor's like, well, why don't you use the mandolin instead of, you know, 
cutting thing because I I use knives and um yeah. I'm like I guess I could try it I'm I you know I think I haven't used it because I was afraid of it yeah it's, it's really sharp I'm yeah, afraid of mine I'm you know, positive I'll slice my hand off I have sliced my thumb so many times on my thing <laughs> well I sliced why? my thumb in fact I sliced it not too long ago and it wouldn't stop bleeding because I took like every layer of skin off and even God. though it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge thing but it was like I skinned it really deep. So I couldn't even like put a, I couldn't even like shut the, like close a cut or anything. Don't it you was use just the guard? Well, no, because that would be smart and safe. <laughs> but it's awkward, right? It because is very awkward. I'm just like, I've got this big hunk of thing. I can't see what's going on, you know, down below. And exactly. so, anyways. <laughs> So um, he's like, well, why don't you use the mandolin? And I'm like, well, I'm like, cucumber's long. I mean, I probably could. Yeah, I'll try that. And <laughs> so, so did you do it? <laughs> he got it out and he's like, well, where's the middle piece? And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, I put it somewhere. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's remember. like, where did you put it? And I'm like, just a second. It's a mystery. <laughs> and I had to think about it. And I'm Let like, me file this away. Um, so I started opening cupboards and I'm like, no, no. And then I stood by the dishwasher <laughs> like, okay, let me retrace my steps here. And mm, like, yeah. You know, so finally I'm like, oh, I got it. <laughs> so I went and ran over to the vase. But I'm just like, when did things like that stop? I mean, it was literally like like I know. a day. Like I had just done the dishes like the day before. So it's hey, not like know, it had been, uh, you know, weeks or we're something. We're required to remember so many things as women that, you know, things that are trivial, we just let them go. Like, because feed, like feeding the dogs, you know what I mean? <laughs> can't tell you, you know how, many, how many times a day the kids are accustomed to it now i'm just like did i feed the dogs today and olivia's like, like mom. no mom you didn't oh well don't don't hurt, don't hurt yourself or strain anything to get up to feed them yourself i know or i'll ask them or you know victor will ask me or we will you know they'll either get fed twice or they or won't get at fed all. at all so it that's usually out. how it right that's it usually out. how it ends up yeah you know i i tend to forget we have a little beta in our kitchen that i really like God. But he's finally getting old and now I'm annoyed with him. But you know what? I, it's not up to me to kill it. But he's he's aging finally and hopefully he'll die soon. But until then, you know, we still care for him and, and make sure his tank is clean. But I never remember to feed him. And Daryl's got this weird thing about worrying that no one will feed it. And so he, he comes home every night and goes, did anyone feed Flutter tonight? And I was like, <laughs> I honestly don't know, nor do I care. Just make I, it his chore then. Be like, how about that be your thing? When you come home and set your book, you know, your bags down and everything like that. <laughs> you first just thing walk you over? Do, feed Flutter. Put the, put the pellets in the, in the thing. Give, you know, have Daryl have like a little chore list. You can write it on the chalkboard. He talks to the fish. He walks in. He goes, did anybody feed you today, Flutter? And then he'll pull the little <laughs> things out and he'll put a few pellets in. And the fish is like very aggressive. And so it will like attack the food, like jump up and attack the food right. and run down and, and eat it in, its, in privacy behind this rock. <laughs> right. And, and so Daryl's like, well, based on the way you're behaving, Jaws, I would say no. And he turns to me and looks, gives me a look like, you know, disappointment as if I'm neglecting this damn fish. And I'm like, I don't really know what to tell you. Feed the fish. I don't care. He goes, he's looking a little floaty lately. And I'm like, well, maybe he will. Maybe he will finally go and die. I don't know. No, you're not neglecting the fish. I mean. No, 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 no. He's, it's just his thing. Anyway, so what is the deal with you saying offensive things? I, I read that. And I'm like, what does that even mean? I say offensive things all the time. Okay, so I've recently had a change in medication. Yes. And it's causing several things to, it's, it's making quite an impact. I'll say that. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I've noticed an appetite increase. So okay. I've become hyper aware of my mm. figure because when you've had like a flat diet or a decreased appetite for many many months yeah when you start to get an appetite increase your body clings to like every freaking calorie yeah because it was starving basically and so now i look like i'm nine months pregnant or at least i feel that way because oh you're your middle in my midsection. Mm. I mean, that's the only place, you know, my butt is starving, but my <laughs> stomach, you know. It's like it's withering away in the shade. <laughs> right. But my stomach, my gut runneth over with, you know, a wealth of food. Aww. But so appetite increase is one of the side effects. But one of the other side effects is constipation. Well, that's not very well, helpful. Yeah. Let's talk about counterproductive. And so <laughs> I've got it coming in from one, but not going out from the other. So the two are pushing together. So I've got like this giant stomach. I didn't notice it right away. 
until I decided to go shopping because I've been complaining about how my pants aren't fitting. Yeah, they're too big. They keep falling down and I'm constantly pulling them up. And even when I wear a belt, you know, it's just not working. And so I decided to go shopping and I take off my clothes and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, good God. I'm like, what's (laughs) happened to me? Okay, first of all, those those fitting room lighting and mirrors are not flattering They're to designed anybody. by evil people. Heidi Klum would look like a fug in those things. So I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe this is not the best day to be oh, shopping God, for I jeans. I always do that. Oh, my God. I do that all the time. Like, you know, the day before you start your period. Like, hey, Why? let's go jean shopping. Let's try on dresses. <laughs> really tight ones that we would go clubbing in. Why do we do that? <laughs> I do the same thing. Because we don't have enough to emotionally cut with. You know what? That's exactly. It's emotional cutting. It's absolutely <laughs> what it is. So all of the sizes I bought, I was going to go down a size. Right. And I'm just like, well, this is not working. You know, I'm fooling myself. These look like they would fit Olivia. And so I gave up on the shopping. But then when I came home, I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, when was the last time I went? And so I started thinking, yeah, so Mm -hmm. I started thinking and I'm like, I don't remember. And Mm. so I couldn't remember the last time. And it's not usually one of those things that you like keep track of. But I I don't. Yeah. You kind of have an idea. Like, as long as a week doesn't go by, then I'm usually feeling pretty okay. But I couldn't remember. So I'm like, all right, this is getting kind of bad. So I'm like, well, maybe I should just try and go or I don't know. see if anything happens. (laughs) So nothing happened. You know, there was just nothing going on. So I started drinking like a ton of water because I'm like, well, maybe I'll just try and like flush it out. Yes, that does help. Water does help. But then I was getting panicked because like I said, my stomach was so big. I was like, (laughs) and then I'm starving because I have this appetite increase. So I'm like, stop eating, you fat fuck you you can't eat anymore until you poop something out you know i was like mad at myself you're like no more food for you i'm just like you know forget it you 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 have enough you know you you can until you expel something you're not putting another ounce in your body you're going to explode like a goldfish i'm like but i'm starving i just want a fayo yogurt with granola and so no more no more dairy oh my god well it's yogurt doesn't count is dairy constipating yes it's binding oh cheese milk yogurt ice cream very well, binding would explain it well then stop eating it eat some wheat thins okay you can't even no. eat those that's like gluten you'd probably ex- I can have you would rice. literally explode i could have some rice thins <laughs> those taste I, awful i bought <laughs> I bought those for you, and you said they tasted like dirt. They're terrible. Yeah, they're they not good. Worse than a. I'd rather eat a rice cake. At least it's got the word cake in it. You could eat uh, greens, lots and lots of greens, like you know, kale and spinach. Or I can take three diuretics, like I did. You could do that. You could take some Correctol. So I took three one day and four the next day. Did it work? Kind of. Well, it got it got the pipes moving. Yeah, yeah, things are moving along, and the stomach swelling has gone down. You but could try apples, apples or grapes or grape juice. I think it's going to be a struggle, be just because of the medication. Yeah, but I mean, it was literally stressing me out. Like and it rules your life, man. <laughs> well, it's all I can think about because then every right. time, and then I was putting pressure on myself. Like every time I had to go pee, I'm just like, I feel like I should be doing something. <laughs> and so, I'm not productive enough. Okay, how graphic do you want me to get here? I don't care. I got to the point where I was desperate enough because here's... <laughs> Did you put a suppository in your butt? Worse. Okay, so here's the problem. Women, ladies, maybe you can or cannot attest to this, but sometimes when you've had children, yes. your muscles aren't as strong as mm-hmm. they once were. Your and kegels so- or everything. No, I'm not pooping out of my vagina. I'm, I, well, my, they're all connected. The sphincter muscle. Okay. Yes. Doesn't necessarily. No. It's a little atrophied. And yeah. so I knew that I had to go, but I couldn't make it come out. What did you do? I got a rubber glove and I lubed <gasps> it up with Vaseline. Really? And then I. Did it work? I dug it out. You did? Yes. You must have been, I would have been like gagging. What? Did you gag yourself? 
No, I was angry because I was just like, come out. You were finger fucking yourself with I anger. Was not finger fucking with myself. anger. I was anal sexing yourself ripping because out you were my so own mad. Fecal matter with a well, rubber glove on. You know what? Here's the thing. Because I'm just like, I have to, I just, I have to get the ball rolling. No pun Did intended. Did it work? Well, so the thing you don't realize about your body yes. is there's like a little inner like sanctuary. Oh. And then, so Wait. that kind of like houses like the ready to go poop. Okay. And then in in that sanctuary, there's a little hole or like a little chute where there's more waiting to come back down. Did it just come completely out? No, I had to wait for I had to oh. wait for it to enter the sanctuary again. You had to wait for it to enter the queue so yes. that you could deal with it. Right. Well, here's here's the deal. If you hadn't done that and it was so impacted you would have eventually had to have gone to the doctor. It's possible. They would have done it. They would have done what you did. So it's not like what you did was so obscenely, you know, wrong because sadly that's what nurses do. I mean, they have to do that shit. (laughs) Did you really just say that? Unintended. (laughs) Not really. I actually, that wasn't a happy accident. Did we not have this situation with one of our children long ago? who they were so impacted because of some medication they were on that they ended up in the hospital? Well, I was when I was little, I had to actually, mom had to give me an enema one time. Uh, exactly. So I'm not... And I have this. one under the sink. And Victor, I don't know if... He's weird. Because he's just like, well, are you ready to do... I'm like, stop asking me. I said, because even if I'm going to do it, you're not helping. Why would he... Why is he so butt interested? <laughs> Because he's a guy. You know what? That's true. Men are. What is with men in the be- in the butthole? I'm I don't just get saying. It. You know, like, and I'm like, it's not even for like that kind of purpose. It's no, just, this is this is health purposes. But like, I, don't, I don't think it matters. I think they're just you know curious. They're just obsessed about, with it. Well, you know, it's the then, it's the secret sanctuary. It's the poo. <laughs> it's the poo butthole obsession that boys Gross. and they just grow to men. If although I try to imagine that and I'm like, now how would that work? How do I give myself an enema? I would even I wouldn't even know. And how would you do that cleanly? Like how do you do that without it getting everywhere? Oh, you know what? This well, is... I mean, it's not like it comes squirting out immediately. Well, how do you know? How do you know what isn't gonna is or isn't going to come out? Have you ever done one? Well, I've never I read done the one. box and okay. it said you know it it gave it a time frame window. So I imagine. You know, if you were in the bathroom and you applied the enema. This is a strange vision in my brain. But is this something where you're like in the bathtub and do this? No. See, that's what I keep thinking is that you would have to be in the tub because there would be water everywhere and fecal matter. How big do you think the thing? It's like a. I don't know. I've never done one. It comes in a little box, right? Yeah, but the enema thing, it's its like the size of a tube of toothpaste. So it's not even like... Oh, okay. You know, the solution is... What are you thinking? One of those giant <laughs> red rubber water yes! bottle things? It's not a douche. 1955 <laughs> type of procedure that everything was huge and rubber and long and big and i don't know i i've never i i have never had an enema that i'm aware of and i would be very desperate to have to do one on my own but it sounds like you're at that level so you know think about the guy that you know had his arm wedged between a rock and not off his own paw that's true he he did cut off his own hand with a uh pocket knife i mean desperate times call for desperate measures so (laughs) well you know what impacted colon stuck between two rocks pretty much the same thing the same thing but anyways so this medication it's i don't know if i mean obviously saying offensive things to people is not a side effect you know it's not one of the little like hanging tabs on the pill bottle when you pick it up where it says right. it may cause dizziness and also may cause Tourette's you, you may lose a filter and and not <laughs> but I've just been like saying things and not really caring much about like and I and it's not because I'm trying to be cold or callous or something it's just like it's just the thought pops into my mind and so yeah. I just kind of throw it out there that happens and to me. so I'll give you an example there All was right. this video recently that's been going around where this woman i guess she delivered a baby either early or it was 
you know, deformed or it was early and deformed. I don't really know. And so she posted pictures of the baby on Facebook and they had them taken down because they said they were like offensive or explicit or something. Did you see them though? I didn't, you know, I halfway read the article and of course, just like most people, I halfway read things and then give my full opinion. Sure. So, (laughs) so my friend posted this and she's like, this is just outrageous, blah, 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 you know? And so I responded, I'm like, totally. I'm like, I've seen plenty of kids on Facebook that are just, I said, I've seen plenty of ugly kids on Facebook. (laughs) I said, but you know, they're not reported or taken down, you know? Just because they were born by normal terms. And oh my so, god. No one responded to that comment. <laughs> but I'm not I, I'm not wrong. People just don't like to hear the hard truth about things sometimes. And the thing is, is so I was telling Victor about it because you know, of course now I'm I'm thinking about it, so I have to Like have I offended someone? Like I have to plead my case so he can absolve me of sure. my sins. And so But he won't. The truth. Let's talk really quickly. Let's talk about some small little celeb chat things because this kind of happened uh, in between you and I uh, recording. So I was mm-hmm. curious. I had heard rumblings about Leo DiCaprio and Rihanna getting together, but this has been kind of an on and off thing for a while. Yeah, I heard it a long time ago, but I thought it was just like a fleeting rumor. Yes, but I think that I'm wondering if they've been on and off for a few years. Because this seems to be rearing its head again. And I'm just wondering, it's like, do you think they're like each other's transitional phase booty call? Like when they're in between long-term relationships, they kind of get together? I have no idea. That's what I'm I'm wondering. Utterly disgusted. I just, (laughs) I don't know, like, what is going on with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know if he's like in the middle of filming right now or if he's not filming right now and he's just you know partying or letting himself go yeah but i mean he just looks gross he does look gross you know i wonder if he kind of feels like you know what he does just doesn't matter because he's done some really phenomenal films but he has never been awarded like any kind of an award for his films. You know what? When things like this happen, when there's really good acting or, you know, really exceptional artists who do work like Leo DiCaprio, Al Pacino even. I mean, yeah. Al Pacino was snubbed almost his whole career. Right. Until he finally got the Make Good Award for uh, The Scent of a Woman, which was not that great. That movie was awful. Yeah. And The Godfather was is, is a classic that we will be talking about b- right. after we die. So clearly, what I wonder, though, is... Who did they piss off or what did they do to achieve their level of fame that was so dastardly that the community in which they work in will not honor them for their hard work? I mean, to me, there's always something. There's always a reason why they're not given given the accolades that they deserve. There's always a reason. Regardless, he can clearly have any woman model that he wants. Yes. So I'm not really sure why he's going the Rihanna route. Rihanna's very pretty, but she's a hardcore stoner. Well, she's really young, too. I don't know how old she... (laughs) I would do Leo if I was 22. I mean, I wouldn't care. Would you? I mean, I would, Whoa. although not the way he looks right now. Right. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe they're just friends. Who knows? I mean, but what I did read is mm. one of them is a bit of a clinger and it's not Leo. So <laughs> what a shock. It's the girl who hung out with Chris Brown for too long. Yeah, really. I would also like Kanye West to go away. I don't <laughs> oh really God. like him very much. <laughs> Have you seen this? So I posted the pictures the other day, and now I'm seeing more pictures uh-huh. of Kim Kardashian. Oh, her platinum blonde hair. Someone posted, like, the never-ending story picture. She did look like that flying creature. Yeah. And then, or, like... I, it was a bad Photoshop. Or bad contouring makeup job or whatever. I don't know yeah. what she's done to herself. But. I will tell you that she's about a year away from starting to look like a plastic surgery person. Whatever she's doing, because she's clearly, I mean, there's no way that you age ageless. I mean, she's not 20 years old. I guess I'm the fool for believing that people deny ever having work done. But yeah. I'm like, I guess that's just what you do when you do have work done is you deny it. Well, deny, deny, deny. And I'm just like, especially when you're doing things like 
preventing wrinkles or, you know, trying to keep things super smooth. I read an article yesterday, and I don't know how true it is, but I read that she spends like thousands of dollars a month to look the way she does, like her face, like Hmm. between like fillers and makeup artists and that doesn't surprise me that's what she's famous for so she has to she doesn't have to do anything nobody has to do anything but yes i know what you're saying well i mean it's she her face it's her brand to. yeah yes. no, i agree with what you're saying agreed okay so this happened also the e-fashion police has literally fallen apart why because kelly osborne left yeah and juliana rancic who looks even worse than i didn't think it was possible paula but she police should arrest her she really looks mummified and it's because of this joke that was written apparently that she you know vomited up live about that actress who was wearing dreadlocks to the oscars which i didn't think i mean i think it's beautiful there are women who do it and it's really pretty but the problem was is that she said she probably smelled like you know patchouli oil and ganja which is a weed thing and people started to misconstrue that as racist which i don't think actually assuming that it's racist is racist because it wasn't racist she was calling her a a hipster stoner anybody can be that yeah and so kelly osborne got her big fat panties in a bunch and oh because she's a stoner too totally and you know she's like you guys don't realize she's my friend and i'm like oh my god what are we 16 shut the fuck up this just shows how unprofessional you really are and they and it was the academy awards i mean yes it was poor taste all around and Kelly Osborne showed what a big spoiled brat she is on Twitter and then, you know, backtracked and said, you know, because there's been apologies, you know, no harm, no foul. And then two days later, she quit. I think she got fired. Oh, you think Kelly Osborne did? Yes. I think they said, you know what, we're done with you. Joan Rivers, I think, is the reason that she was on that show for so long. Go back to the drawing board. They have some time. I don't know when the next big award show is, but... They have some the fall. I think out. they're Grammys or no, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. Okay, Harrison Ford didn't die in his plane crash. Thank God. I think my husband would have died himself if that had happened. I guess I didn't realize he was 72 and I'm like, oh, time to turn in the driver's <laughs> license there, uh, Mr. Ford. I guess the engine died. Like the engine malfunction. Well, did you see the plane? Yeah, it was a World War II like relic. It reminded me of one of those ones that you win at Chuck E. Cheese. And, yes. You know, it's the two wooden sticks that you like, you know. <laughs> With a rubber plop, band? <laughs> when that you put together and then you fly and it glides, you know, it glides yeah. before it crashes. Exactly. So luckily he's alive and he'll recover. He didn't break a hip or anything. So he'll he'll be fine. And finally... I saw this right before we started to record. Some pathetic girl who's trying to get on American Idol wore that goddamn dress. The striped dress. Is it gold and white? Is it blue and black? And she was wearing a blue and black version of it. And I'm thinking, really? Are you that unsure of your voice that you have to have a prop? Wait, it's what? What show is this? American Idol. Oh, American Idol. I thought you said The Voice. I'm I'm like, they don't even look at them. I love The Voice, by the way. I've never watched it. I don't know why, because I want to hate it so badly. I just don't know. I I don't. I hate the sob stories. I hate the, you know, I'm doing this for my my dad who died last week, or I I was in the army and and music helped me get through it. Crap. I mean, no, I know those things are real. It can never just be the person like, "Uh, I just want to be famous. And I heard I could sing pretty all right. (laughs) And I can carry a tune. That's why I'm here. There was a woman. She's probably in her late 20s. And she's very pretty. And she came out and I'm like, oh, my God, she's a total basic bitch. Her name was like Brittany Marie or Brittany Michelle. A dude. No, she could totally sing. But she had very, you know, brown hair, pretty blue eyes with, you know, makeup. And she was just wearing like a pop collar and jeans. And she just went out there and sang. But she sang really, really well. She sang a Whitney Houston song, which, you know. That's like the kiss of death for most people. She sang it. People turned around and they said, what's your story? Why are you here? And she's like, well, I'm originally from the Bay Area. I came down to Southern California. I sing at a theme park and uh, I want to sing. I don't even know what kind of artist I want to be, but I'm here because I want to sing. And they're like, well, you have a really good voice. You win. Yay. Thank you. And she walked off. And I'm like, why can't they all be like that? Right. Like this one girl comes out and she sings a Miranda Lambert song to try to win the heart of Blake Shelton. And she looks like she lives on a reservation somewhere in the middle of Winnemucca. And she starts singing the song. 
a couple people turn around and she starts to cry because, you know, they lost everything and she grew up in a log cabin and she's 16 whole years old. So it's like, oh, God. That part of it makes me annoyed. But That's I love... exactly why I don't watch those shows. You know what it is, though, Paula, honestly? I just love judging people. I love to judge people. Daryl and I were watching it. And, you know, like I said, we we tend to get boring after... You know, you, when you're married for a really long time, you start having really weird conversations. So we're watching The Voice. Oh, yeah, and these I, two guys are still having conversations. That's true. And I you turn... You could be that weird old couple that just sits there and has dinner <laughs> and they don't say a word to each other. You know what? I, I, would drill, I would drill a knife into someone's forehead if that happened. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just like some silence every now and then. <laughs> well, that would be okay, too. But I talk way too much. And I think I'm rubbing off on him and that's what's scary. He goes, I think that they pick people that aren't very good just to save the good people, you know, to kind of give them a cushion on the people that they really like so that they can just eliminate them no problem. And then they they keep they covet the ones that are really, really potentially winners. And they pick these kind of pseudo shitty people so that they can just go done, done, done and get rid of them. It's like hiding your $500 bill in Monopoly. Oh, my God. I used to do that all the time. I still do that. I love playing Monopoly because I am so goddamn stubborn. I will play till three in the morning. I will, too. No, you. the game has to be finished unless yeah. everyone... No, it, you can't leave it because someone will cheat. You do. Oh, yeah. Well, the someone thing will is, cheat. is I will cheat. I will not move. I won't go to the bathroom. Nothing. I'll just sit there. I'm like, we're playing. And then finally, you know, and of course, the kids are the first ones. They're the weaklings. They they pluck off and they get bored and want to leave. I'm like, that's fine. We'll divvy up your money or we'll put it in the middle for Park Place. There, that's good. Free and then parking. ultimately, I'm always, always the last one standing. <laughs> I will not quit. And I'm like, all right, I guess I won because I won't quit. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com slash app. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. This shit, that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. I want to get back to... Well, I wouldn't say my roots, just roots, mm. someone's roots, mm. any roots. And so I have been searching recently, trying to find a place, a picture. What was that movie with uh, John Candy? The Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors. Mm-hmm. This is what my kids have just they're in year on school and they have tracks. And so they have recently just gone off track. So they'll be out of school for the next month. Yeah. And I have decided that we as a family need to go somewhere and we'll be by the water we can fish like a cabin and run around yeah some sort of little cabin you know you're not gonna I'm, go camping are you i've thought about it <gasps> but Paula, no absolutely no, I, not i i thought about it but i'm not gonna mm. do it Mm-mm. so i just feel like that's something we need to do you want to get but back to nature i can't find anything though <sighs> i saw what you were i saw that post <laughs> Yeah, thanks for replying then if there's places. Paula, I don't know any places. Are you kidding me? A log cabin would be like punishment. I mean, really? it would have to be. I No. God. I No. I just want to go somewhere quiet where there's, you know, <laughs> not a lot of noise or people. Yeah. yeah. And the kids I, can run amok. See, and... now I like the idea of uh, going to the beach and renting a house for for the weekend and you know doing I'm fine that with that i'm fine with that but, but you were talking like cabins and fishing well, and i don't know what that is because i would never do it well i like fishing i know you do well and i don't hate it but i don't uh, but you know. the fishing thing honestly as much as i like it is kind of out because we don't have any fishing equipment so what happened to your pink fishing pole it might be in storage i'm not sure oh Okay. And so I'm just like, I don't know. And I don't know that any of the kids are really into fishing. So I'm like, oh, my God, you'd bring one out and they'd have a funeral for it if it died. <laughs> you'd be burying fish. Yeah, really. Yeah, you can't do it. That's true. You know what? I will think about it and I will I will find some things because I'm pretty good at finding cheap deals for things like that. Right. Going to the beach and renting a house around California is really expensive. It's, it's so expensive. So I was expensive. looking at it. And what kills you is the deposit. Like, yes, they front it. They're like, OK, there's a five hundred dollar front deposit. And I'm just like, and we'll and refund the, it to like, you later. It'll be refunded. And I'm just like, well, that's basically the money I was going to use to pay you. Right. To, pay, to stay here. So <laughs> I know. 
Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and transition to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. So mine's not, you know, particularly sexy or sassy or anything like that. But okay. it just goes to show how our brains do blank. Um, okay. Last week, like I had said, you know, was the last week of school. And so when Olivia, I pick her up from school in the kindergarten, you have to go in and get your kindergartner. Um, yes. Whereas like with your, you know, upper grade kids, they can just right. come to the car. You need to retrieve them. As we learned a couple of weeks ago when she, no one called you when she was ill. Oh, my God. Don't even bring that up. It's just going to make me mad again. But okay. anyways, so I'm standing there waiting. And, you know, as you wait, you get to know some of the parents you're just sure. you know, chit-chatting with. And so um, I was chit-chatting with one of the parents. And I said, oh, you know, your daughter was gone the other day. I said, was she not feeling well or... He's like, yeah, she had a little bug or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I said, is she feeling better? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to pick her up. So she's, she's feeling pretty good. I'm like, <laughs> oh, right. Duh. Oh, you God. Know? Did but he look at you I, like you were weird? Yes. And then I kind of stammered. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I start going <sighs> off. And then I'm just like, Paula, Paula shut up. Shut up, Paula. Just, just shut up. stop yourself. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. But you know I mean, what? It's you had you had my problem when when I was not letting the poor dishwasher man just do his job because <laughs> i told him i'm like yeah i'm all otherwise that'd be kind of awkward you just standing here for no reason oh my god yeah, i went on <laughs> no, he just had to do it yeah i just like to hang out where kindergartners get out of school and then i'm just like <laughs> oh god um, that sounds even worse just i up. know and i'm shut just up. like i just i'm like paula please be quiet in your and mind you just i'm just like and your mouth is like blah, 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 blah. namaste paula namaste god oh god <laughs> you know what i do that i'm uncomfortable for you I do that all I, the time. I just pictured I was just talking with like a big foot and like, <laughs> you know, that that's pretty awkward, Paula. Uh, when the dishwasher guy was here and, and he goes, well, you know, I'll be back uh, tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And he and I said, well, I hopefully it won't take you too long. He goes, no, it'll be a really fast thing. And so I go, yeah, it's not like you're going to want to stay for dinner or anything. And he's like, no, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Jeez. What's wrong with me? Why can't you just say, like, okay, bye. All right, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I have to like crack a joke cards. or try to be, I don't know what's wrong with us, why we do things like that, but I completely relate, and that is very awkward. You might win this week, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so there are baby chicks, chickens, roaming the streets of my neighborhood oh. because at some point the roosters impregnated the hens that also run around here well because they thought it was spring all yes. this weather and so this one hen had like and let me just preface when i yes. say by all this weather i mean like <laughs> nothing's happening like no our hearts go out to actually not even my heart's like i'm jealous of the people who are getting snow i'm like i wish i had the picture of snow and like all i have to do is a picture of my 70 degree front yard i mean and we're 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 literally start. I mean, we're starving for water. I mean, we I know. are if thirsty we could, like, somehow beyond. Bus it out there, or like I know, put it on a train. And the, I heard a weatherman say, "He goes, I wish we could just pack it up and send it to you because you guys need it, and we have it, and we can't." And I'm thinking, why can't they just it do that? Work? It why can't they work? like rubber line one of those giant army cargo planes and just shovel it in? And send it on over and dump it in Folsom Lake. How hard can that be? Put it on a freight train. You know, fill up every... Yeah. And bring it over. or whatever with snow. I don't know. And, you know, because it's not like there's any... You know, they're not like they're going to hit a warm patch between now and... Mm -mm. Or there and here. And it won't completely melt. No. I don't know. Anyway, so... There are chickens roaming around, as you know, and I, I try regularly to run them over and they run away because they know. But not the baby chicks, though. No. no oh, God, no. That, that and No, of course not. But the roosters I hate. They've learned when the big black Mustang comes to run because they know that I won't stop. <laughs> and I'm right. the only one that doesn't do that. So I break for nothing. I don't. I've, I've hit squirrels. We know of this. Our sisters have, have, have hit chickens. We just don't. So... I was leaving my house the other day and I saw this mama with like 12 baby chicks Aww. and they're cute. And I'm yeah. like, oh, they're so cute. So I rolled down my window and I look and they're so trained because they're feral. They freeze 
they don't move. Like they freeze. Like if a predator would see them, uh-huh. they just they stop chirping, they stop moving, everything. Aww. When someone takes notice. And I'm like, oh, that's really cute. I'm like, oh, you're a good mommy. And, you know, I took off and did whatever. So I came on my way home that day. In the middle of the street is one lone baby chick, a little black baby chick. And Aww. he's in the middle of the road. And I'm like, why is he alone? Because this mother was pretty good about keeping them all together. Yeah. And I look at him and he looks like he just woke up. His little head feathers are all messy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is the little special one who clearly hasn't matured like the rest. Right. He's the runt. So I pull up next to it and it's just kind of walking around kind of hazy. And I thought, ooh, maybe a cat got to it. Like maybe a cat batted it around or something. And so it's kind of messed up. So I roll down the window. I go, what you doing there, little dude? And I open up the door because I'm going to pick him up and put him on the side of the street because I don't want him to get hit. And I did not see because the mama chicken had frozen with her babies. So I didn't hear them or see them. So I pick, I got out of the car. And the second I got out of the car, the little chick perked up and started taking off to the side of the road. I'm like, oh, right. well, that's good. I turn up and I look because I'm kind of kneeling down. I turn up and I look and this mother chicken is charging me. She <gasps> is literally running towards me. Oh my God. She's like three feet away from me and running. And I was like, oh my God. So I got in my car and I shut the thing and I had to roll up my window and everything because she was getting ready to peck my eyes out. Jesus Christ. And I'm thinking, you know what? And this is around like four different houses in the middle of the day. And, you know, a lot of retired people live in my community. Yeah, they probably were all home. They were probably watching. Well, you have the one neighbor that feeds him, so... And it was right by that house, by the way. She probably was watching <laughs> She's like, that's what you get for trying to She's run like, over their get father. That. Get that bitch. Yeah. Peck, so. peck, her, peck her tits off. Yeah. <laughs> that would be None of us like them jiggling around here. <laughs> yes. We've all seen your breasts, Mrs. Minor. <laughs> you know, so we, anyway. we don't like you jiggling yourself in front of our husbands. Oh, uh, so it's true, too, probably. So anyway, <laughs> God, that was that. So funny. I took off and I'm like, oh, thank my God. Thank God you got into your car. Thank God you had a car to escape to. You know I'm what? I don't even. Poultry. I don't even want to know what would have happened had that rooster or that chicken had gotten to me like it would have been frightening well yeah so So you must have just missed maybe he was just they trailed off he was just being lazy and as little boys will and lollygagging and trying to be a little daredevil in the road he was the little black one you know the one little black chick and i'm like and that's what i get for feeling sorry for the rebel you know, trying to help the rebel, the bad boy. I know. Why do you always think they're the the, the young, lonely, <laughs> young man that needs assistance? He doesn't. He was just was being a jerk. Was he selling magazines as well? Or? <laughs> no, but if he had, I probably would have bought one. <laughs> and given him a hug. Yes. Gross. The, the killer. That's the guy with just... the teardrop tattooed on his face. That, that wow. would have been mine. <laughs> wow. I know. So anyway, I think you win this week. Oh, only because, yeah, I couldn't stop talking to someone. The poor gentleman. Who, who, which is funny because this particular parent, we've actually talked to them before about getting our kids together for dinner or something oh, like that. God. So I'm thinking, well, that may not happen. <laughs> he crossed that off the to-do list. <laughs> yeah. That's no longer yeah. happening. Well, this is probably a true story, but we're like, so what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're going to Alaska for... Uh, <laughs> For, for six months. <laughs> no. We're moving there forever. But I'm like, I bet you they're probably not even going anywhere. They just they're probably just that. like, just just shut up about it. So I would leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> so they wouldn't have to get together with us. But probably not. Anyways. Well, I think that's a wrap. Yes. So thank you, everybody, for coming by and listening. And thank you to those who are using the Amazon link. We've noticed a little upswing in purchases, so we yes. appreciate that. Very um, much. If you don't know what we're referring to, please go to our UglyTruth.com website, and then there's an Ugly Mall tab. From there, you can shop Amazon, Avon, and some other uh, vendors. And when you do that, we are able to get a percentage of whatever you purchase. And that money helps defer some of the costs for the show because Mm -hmm. our show is always free. It will always be free. Until next time, have a good week. Bundle up, stay warm, and we'll send some sunshine your way. Bye. Bye. Bye.
That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.